everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. It's Kat, and I want to welcome you to this episode of Backstory sessions. I'm joined today by my co-host, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Kat. Hey, everyone. How are you? What an exciting way for us to spend Mother's Day with our guest. Yeah, that's right. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And stepmothers and bonus moms and uh, who else? Pet moms. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's another yeah. one. Yeah. You know, I saw a cute little uh, dog today, and, and he was being, you know, like, I'm not your, you're, you're not my mom. <laughs> so it's kind of, <laughs> you know, probably a lot of kids might be out there saying that same thing, but, you know, at the root of it all, everyone appreciates mothers, I feel like. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and we're getting to uh, spend our Mother's Day with, well, my Mother's Day, and, you know, it's your Mother's Day, too. You know, everybody has a mother. Um, So, with Chapel Heart, I can't wait to hear all about their experiences, and, you know, two of them have the same mother, because they're sisters. Yeah, that's right. And one of them is a cousin or something, I think. Yeah, so I think that's interesting. Um, I was thinking, like, in in your family, would you, is there one of your siblings that you think you would be able to uh, start a group, a band with? Um, no, I don't think so. Well, my brother's definitely very talented, so, you know, from the musical perspective, I, I think we could function as a band. Um, and then Cousins, the other one of Chapel Heart, is a cousin. And um, I also have, like, a lot of musical cousins. So, in that way, um, you know, we we do have the the genetics, I guess you have a band uh, I wonder if it's difficult um, you know do you like if you could have a band with your family what you know like, kind of it might be hard right I would think so yeah I mean you know uh, I'm trying to think of anyone in my family plays an instrument I think my oldest brother's wife plays keyboard or used to play keyboard and then I think I have a nephew that plays bass well I mean you could be the lead singer yeah <laughs> no and, gu- and guitar player no <laughs> you, you almost have a band right now. <clears throat> yeah almost not quite yeah well, um, music, I mean, music and families is, is one of the big memories that I have of, you know, my cousins coming over the summer and, 
uh, just everybody, especially on my dad's side, a lot of that, uh, people just coming together and playing music. I grew up that way. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on my mom's side, too, there, you know, were um, some musical cousins, but more so on my dad's side. Yeah. Does uh, your mother sing at all? Um, you know, she mostly would just sit there and listen. Um, she, she wasn't tone deaf. I mean, so she could sing some, um, <laughs> but she, she didn't join in, uh, usually. So, I see, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, she would just sit there and drink her beer, huh? Well, she would request the songs. Um, oh, yeah. And then generally start talking, like right as we started to... <laughs> <laughs> You know, just sing it or whatever. Sometimes we just keep going on or whatever. And hmm. Sometimes it'd be like, okay. Shut up, Faye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it like, is she saying like, okay, enough of that? Or you're not, you know, I'm not doing so well. But right, yeah. yeah, my brother, you know, mostly she would request things for him to sing when he would visit from Wisconsin at that time. So. Hmm. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good. She didn't ask you to play. Uh, I was a backup singer um, for my brother. I ah. guess, like, did harmony, so um, oh, you I know. See. Um, but when my dad joined in a lot too, um, I mean, a whole lot when we were younger, he was the lead guitarist, and then, you know, as we got older, uh, my brother became that, and. Uh, yeah. My dad would always be like the one with the reel to reel recording. <laughs> <laughs> reel to reel, holy crap, that's old. Yeah, he had the, he had that. And you can imagine how many takes like got lost in the recording yeah, of that. Yeah. He'd just be playing around with the machine, sort of like my mom, you know, like requesting and talking. Right. He'd be playing with the machine, and so. Yeah, but I will say this. This is a funny story. Uh, we used to play spades. I don't know. Have you ever played that card game? Um, Maybe. I don't recall. Well, so it was it was a big game, um, you know. <laughs> and so when my brother would come in, um, we would team up. So you, you have a partner, and it, it would be my brother and then my parents. So he played against them mm-hmm. and they were kind of like the reigning um, spade champions, you know, with their uh, brother-in-law and right. in law kind of thing of the people that played. So, you know, they were pretty like confident they were going to beat us. But uh, my brother and I, uh, <laughs> we, we picked out songs like um, playing with the queen of hearts you know for just for instance and like so i would just be like you know singing along humming along a song to let my brother know like what suit that he needed to lead (laughs) off with and so we cheated through music and we would beat them and they never like you know could figure it out like how could (laughs) that's funny scamming your parents I know, not that I'm exactly proud of it, but then again, it is kind of, um, you know, innovative. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no money was exchanged, however. That's good. <laughs> didn't, 
just a bragging right. Yeah, you didn't cheat him out of their rent payment for that month or anything. No, um, you know, we uh, <laughs> we all walked away with what we brought to the table, but <laughs> good memory there. And I, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking with Chapel Heart is there's going to be like a lot of family. Uh, memories tied to music I, I could be wrong but it's just before we interview them it's kind of what I'm thinking so yeah you're probably right I know they come from a pretty big family as I remember reading yeah so uh I can't wait to hear some of the stories and uh you know I'm going to ask them like one of those questions at the end that has nothing to do with the music career so all righty just wait to see which one I ask. And uh, one more thing I want to say before we get into the interview. Uh, in our Backstory Sessions group, you know, a lot of the members posted questions that they would like for us to ask. Right. And I'm going to ask a couple of those. And one of them that I plan to ask is from, well, when it was posted, it was from Mason Mitchell. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you but mean? Now, what do you mean when it was posted? So you know, in the like, I've asked this, you know, before our interview. Yeah. Uh, and so she posted a question, and her name was Mason Mitchell. So today, Mason Mitchell is Mason Smith. Are you saying she got married? She did. Wow. I want to say a special shout out, um, even though she's probably not listening right now, probably on her honeymoon, yeah. but Smith, um, even though we're going to ask your question is Mason Mitchell, uh, Mason Smith, congratulations. You were a guest that we had before and, uh, we love you and are so, so happy and send our best out to you. Yeah, Maybe. for sure. Congratulations, Mason. Yeah, so, you know, let's get into this interview and uh, ask Mason's question. All right, sounds good. Here we go. Yay, Chapel Heart! We are so happy to have you on Back Three Sessions today. Welcome. Hi. And I want to start out by saying to our listeners out there, happy Mother's Day. And, uh, you know, um, do you all have any Mother's Day, um, you know, shout outs you'd like to give? Um, of course. Well, this is Tree, and I would like to shout out not just my mother, but our mothers collectively and all of the moms out there. You know what? I would like to dedicate our song Mississippi 4 to all of the for Mississippi to all of the mothers, the aunties, the sisters, the grandmothers, because, I mean, that's who made, made us who we are, all the mamas. Awesome. Well, um, you know, I'm seeing that you all come from a large family. So um, within that, I'm guessing, you know, there are quite a few female influences. So, uh, you know, let's start with that. Um, I believe your grandmother had, is it 17 kids? This is Devin, and yes, that is correct. She had 17 kids. Um, there are 108 grandchildren in our family, 
And when I tell you all family functions are just insane in the best way possible, <laughs> they really, really are. Oh, Super large family. I can't imagine what it would be like to have that many, uh, you know, connections, family members. Uh, that must be like just really the best thing. Um, it really is, especially as we've been traveling around on the Glory Days tour. We've been lucky, like we've been lucky enough to have family members to show up in random places across the U.S. Just because there's so many of us, you never really know where they're gonna pop up. Wow. Well, it's good for voting too. You know, like if you're ever in contests and things like that. Um, <laughs> yes. We should at least have a majority of the votes just for family. <laughs> Yeah. And so when you get together for um, family, you know, events, like, was music always a part of that? Um, this is Tree, and music definitely was. We like to say that we grew up kind of in a musical because it doesn't really matter what it is, whether it's, like, just a Sunday, a Sunday after church or a birthday party, a wedding, a divorce, it doesn't matter. Somebody's born or somebody dies, and eventually, if we're all together, there's going to be music at some point. Wow. And um, so, is it always been country music or um, gospel and country, or uh, is it like more genres, too? Honestly, it's a mix of everything. Like, we're like everybody in our family either sings or plays some type of instrument. So you just never know what genre you may get at a family, at a heart family function, okay? You just never know. It's just kind of random most of the time. And let's talk a little bit about your name, Chapel Heart. So, um, you know, where does that come from? So we're from Poplarville, Mississippi, but inside of Poplarville, there's a community called Derby, and inside of Derby, there's another community called Hearts Chapel, and that's like where all of our family lives and our home church is there. So when we were trying to come up with the name, we wanted something that meant something to the three of us, and we were going through names, going through names. We probably went through a million names. All of them were terrible ideas, and then our manager he suggested, he was like, well, what about Chapel Heart? And for a minute, we just kind of laughed because it was like, that's kind of ridiculous too. But after we, you know, thought about it and we sat on it, we were like, you know what? Growing up in Heart Chapel really cultivated us into the women that we are today. So we were like, that's literally a perfect name. But even if we didn't like it, I think we were kind of going to be stuck with that name because our other manager, he fell in love with it and just started calling us that before anybody even really agreed to it. So that's really, that's kind of the backstory of um, of where we got our name. Well, and, and now have you you've grown to love that name? Oh, absolutely. It just, it really does. Um, it, it is exactly what we were looking for. It means everything to us. So we've definitely, the name has definitely grown on us. So Danica and Devin, you are sisters, and then Tree, your cousin. Is is that how it works? Correct. So, uh, okay. so this, how this do you the, go from, you know, family members to deciding? Okay, you know, we sing together at the funerals and the weddings and the church and all of that. You know, how do you? 
like whose idea is it to you know maybe like we could do this professionally like who who comes up with that how does it happen so this is this is Danica and um uh it kind of started back maybe I'm gonna go back to maybe like 2014 13, 14, and um, I lost my job at the hospital in Poplarville, and, you know, um, in our song Made For Me, there's a line that says, got a job at the hospital, but I was still on the run, and the the hard part about that is, like, if you can get a job in Poplarville at the hospital, like, you've made it, you know what I mean? Like, that's, right. a, that's a big girl, that's a big boy job, and so when I got, when I got let go from there, I was just like, what do I do now? Like, what am I now? Like, I, I lost my job at the hospital, where, where do you go from here? And so um, I remembered um, I had a message from Tree and her sister, and, you know, they always randomly message me and say, hey, you need to come down to New Orleans. You should come down here and come sing and, you know, or just come and hang out and all the things. And um, Tree always says that uh, New Orleans and Mississippi is about 40 miles and 40 years away from each other. So I was always like, no, like I was so scared to go. And, you know, we in Mississippi, we were like, you go down there, you're gonna die for sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing, in, nothing in between. You, know, you, you just, you, you're not gonna survive. And so, um, but I finally took that jump and went down there. And Tree, Tree and I, we bust on the streets for a little while, and then we started singing in bars. And um, you know, we we had a cover band, and then in 2018, Dev lost her job, and I said, well, and uh, I said, why don't you come sing with us for a little bit? And um, and and she did, and she was reluctant because she wasn't. She not that she couldn't sing, she just was too shy, I think, for the most part. And, you know, lo and behold, like she did a couple gigs with us and those gigs were terrible, but first <laughs> few were pretty bad. But um but she um you know, I told her I said, Listen, just hang in there a few months. Tell her what you told You're coming in at an unfair disadvantage. Okay. So she was coming in at an unfair disadvantage and she needed to step it up drastically. And um, I don't know, something just clicked, and in a matter of a short time, we we were singing, and 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 you know, it, it felt like she was the missing piece of the puzzle. And here we are, 2023. You know, CMT's next woman of country, like all the things. And and, and so I, I don't know. I feel like we've just been in it so deep. I can't say like where it like turned into a you know. Right, more of that. So, like Chapel Heart does superstars. Like I don't know when that happened, but yeah, uh, or if that even happened. <laughs> but sure, but happened. I don't know. But just somewhere right. in the hard work. Well, did you have a plan B, or did you all sit down and be like, okay, you know, we're family, uh, we're gonna do this. What if it doesn't work out? Like, are we gonna? You know, how how are we going to navigate that? Because in some ways it might be like a divorce, you know? Like, I mean, when bands um, break up, they can uh, get pretty messy. So did you have any kind of discussion like that? Uh, well, this is true. And honestly, I feel like if we had a plan B at this point, probably would have fallen back on it but luckily since we're all related we figured we're all going to have to be together for the rest of our lives anyway so we definitely have that advantage over most groups and so it's either we can stick together and try to you know make this whole music journey work or still have to stick together and be at home so you might as well try to spread it as far and as wide as it could possibly go yeah 
Well, uh, so you end up on America's Got Talent. Whose idea was that? And uh, what was the audition process like? Um, so I, I love, I love, like, truthfully, I always tell people that we're more of, like, the old school, I feel like we're the last of, like, the old school generation where you get the van, you go play the gigs, you pick up the fan base, you go back there, you pick up more fan base, and then you take, you know, you get the area, and then you come back and you get the region, and, you know, you know, we were right. old school in that sense. So we were never, like, oh, let's go on a TV show. Like, that just wasn't, and, and we had a fan to reach out, and she was like, the world needs to hear what y'all have. She was like, please go on America's Got Talent. We were like, girl, no. And, like, you know, she was very persistent. And um, it just so happened we were getting ready to go out with the Indigo Girls, and, and um, oh. we were getting ready to go out with the Indigo Girls. And um, somebody got sick on their, like, they got COVID on their side, so everything ended up shutting down. So then that was the same week of auditions, and you know, we, we I feel like we got that moment where it was like, come on, like you know, it was like the universe just kind of like opened up the door for us to go. And we said, but the one thing I thought that that was important for me, and the one thing that I th I think it's beautiful, and we get to share with people is that we we sat down and we were like, okay, what's the pros and cons to going? And we didn't get far in that conversation when we said, you know what, at the end of our music career at the end of our lives and we're sitting on our porches we just want to say we did everything we did it all we you know and um which was ultimately the reason why we jumped and you know we went and i always say thank god that we did right exactly uh and it does seem like the universe had that you know opportunity opening up for you and and you were right there ready to take it so when our listeners when they found out that we're going to have you as guests they were really excited and we started getting a lot of questions and we're going to implement a couple of those into the interview today uh, mason mitchell um she was curious about what's it like behind the scenes of america's got talent like from the time you get to the studio or you get there the night of the performance so you know what all is involved that we don't oh my gosh it's absolute madness <laughs> yeah it's absolute madness because being a variety show it's not just a bunch of singers backstage you know rehearsing getting ready doing vocal exercises and stuff like that like you have everything you got people with goats and uh a man was on fire and, and like <laughs> there's just so many things one and we call it the holding cell so it's like until it's your turn to go out and perform they just have everybody in this room just kind of waiting and it's literal chaos but it's so interesting like Danica got her fortune told by a parrot it was just so fun <laughs> wow and this is Danica this is Danica and even on show days they um even on show days it's still crazy because they're building these big sets and so they've got lights and they've got they've got lights and they've got stages and they've got panels and they got moving like blowers and fire and so it is like it's so funny like backstage the thing being a singer being the artist is like I feel like towards the bottom of the list of things that are going on so you know I think that'd be an interesting like documentary of like all the things that it takes to get up before you do a show like that before you do a performance because it is absolute 
it's organized chaos at its best. Yeah, I, I thought that was a really interesting question she had. And uh, thanks for sharing a little bit of that. So that was a great question. An idea. Um, so what was it like? You, you did the performance, and we're going to talk about this song. You can have him, Jolene. Uh, but when you got the golden buzzer, because I think you're only the first, the second group ever um, to get Correct. that, what was that feeling like? Because you just had this, like, powerful um, I'm, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? It kind of cut out. Um, so you just had a very powerful performance, and um, then all of a sudden you're getting the golden buzzer. So what is what's going through your mind, or what are you feeling as you wait to see if that's going to happen? Um, well, at that moment, if you look on the video, you can see it was absolute confusion. Because before we went out, they had already told us that all four of the golden buzzers had already been given out. And, you know, at this point, it's day three in the process. And, you know, we're pretty much exhausted. So we go out and we just say to ourselves, okay, we need at least three yeses to go to the next level. We don't even need four. We need just a minimum of three. But after we finished performing, like, there was kind of a pause. And we were just waiting to get our three yeses. But no one said yes. No one said no, but, and then Terry ran down and I actually leaned over to Danica. I was like, are you sure? Maybe we should just kind of like leave because nobody was saying anything. And Danica, always, it would have been crazy to have a golden buzzer moment with us not on the stage. And she was like, well, let's just wait a few more minutes to see what's going on. Because you never really know in TV, they might say, okay, cut, let's run it back and do it again. And so we were kind of just standing there. And I think that's why I like the look of shock and amazement on all of our faces (laughs) were kind of hard to hide. Uh, Well, I I can't imagine the amazing feeling that uh, all the feelings and emotions that must have been going through your minds at that time. Um, So that brings us to another listener question. Uh, Travis Crawford wants to know, um, what impact did being on America's Got Talent in that performance you know, how, what impact on your career did that have? Um, well, I, this is Danica, and I'd like to think that that show, that moment, if we didn't compete for the rest of the show, I think it's safe to say that, like, that moment, I hate for it to sound so cliche, but I believe it was the moment that changed our lives in music forever, because otherwise, I don't know if we would have gotten that chance and you know there's so much you know there's so much that they cut out to to make for tv but we did get to talk a little bit about our journey and experience being in nashville and you know nashville is a super nashville super like nashville is a super they're very much so like if this works a certain way we're like this is what we're going with and so it just we've been kind of like, you know, fighting with that, like fighting against that for so long. So I don't even know if we'd have had the opportunity to get, you know, as much exposure as we did from American Got Talent um, as we were on our, like on the trajectory that we were on. Sure. Well, let's talk about the song. So um, you all wrote the song um, and (laughs) 
So it's such a clever, you know, take on telling, um, updating us on, you know, what happens with Jolene and the story. So how did you come up with that? And why did you choose the song Jolene? Um, we've always been super, uh, this is Danica, we've always been Dolly Parton fans and just fans of her songwriting. Her songwriting was always like fun and exciting and, you know, but um, so we were, so we were doing um, a cover of nine to five during, uh, during COVID, during quarantine. And uh, just kind of trying to keep ourselves working and busy. And so um, if you watch that video on YouTube, Dev walks in and she's a line cook in the video and her shirt says, you can have them, sign Jolene. And I saw it and I was like, who does this heifer think she is? Like, how are you going to take my man and then tell me I can have him back? So I was like, how about you can just have him, Jolene? And we all looked at each other and it was like a moment. And we were like, we got to write that. And I said, the beauty of that is, is that as an artist, you say that maybe 10 times a day. And very rarely do you remember to go back and write it or do you write it down. And um, we sat down, we all sat down to, to, to write one day and we said, why don't we pull that up? And from the from the moment that we thought about it, from the moment that we did it, from the moment that, you know, we wrote it and the music was playing, everything about it had such a fun energy to it. We just, you know, it was just like it was meant to be. And um, we're definitely forever grateful that, you know, in a way the song chose us, but in a way that we stuck to it and decided to write the song. And then you have Fifth City. Um, so you have a version of that. Um, for Loretta Lynn's um, song, and it's a, a similar kind of look at, you know, what happens beyond the original song. So, how did that come to be? I'm sorry, it was cutting out. I'm sorry. Can you repeat oh, that one more time? Yes. Um, so you have um, this city, which is Loretta Lynn's original song, and so you've kind of done the same type thing with telling you know, um, what happens, uh, expanding on that. Um, so how did you come up with that idea? Uh, this is Devin, and right after our AGT audition aired, first Dolly Parton tweeted us, and she was like, oh, my God, I love what you did with the song, but it's Carl's birthday, so I think I'm going to keep them. And then less than an hour after that, we get a tweet from Loretta Lynn, and it was her sharing the, the video as well. And she was like, ladies, I love what y'all did with Dolly's song. I'm wondering what you can do to one of my songs. And so Aww. we started, we were just like freaking out, screaming. We were already screaming about Dolly, then Loretta came. And so when we were trying to pick a song to kind of do a take on, it was hard because anything, everything that Loretta said is kind of how Shuffle Heart would say it. And so it was kind of a struggle to try to do a flip on one of her songs so we were like how about we just extend the story to one of the songs so in fifth city she tried to like warn her like if you don't stop messing with my man you know i'm gonna take you to fifth city and since she didn't listen to loretta that's whenever we decided that we would just have to welcome her to fifth city Oh, you know i can see in your future a tv series where oh my god you all definitely i can just 
see that from the, what you're doing with these songs because uh, you know I could see every week it being a different song and so uh, that's the first thing crossed in my mind I love 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 what you're doing with the songwriting of these now I know uh, we, we only have a few minutes left with you but you've got a new album glory days coming out in just a few days um, May 19th I think so Tell us about the new album. What can we look forward to? Oh, our listeners can look forward to a, just a deeper dive into the world of Chapel Heart with this album. We feel like the last album that we put out was kind of like an introductory kind of just to let everybody know who we are, what we stand for. And it was more so of like kind of proving ourselves from like the nearly overused to showing that classic country background. So the girls are back in town, you know, our rough and rowdy side. But we feel like the Glory Days album is more like that, you know, that third date, the relationship getting a little deeper and we're getting to bring our fans home to Poplarville to meet our family. We have songs like Fam Family that, you know, it kind of just introduces all the crazy characters that, you know, we all have in our family. And also songs like If You Ain't Wearing Boots that kind of just explain the life that we come from, you know, the simple kind of life hanging out on the porch. And some people, a lot of people understand it, but we also realize that some people just won't get it because, you know, they didn't grow up in those situations. And and it's kind of, it's the song that's really chronicling exactly where we are in life because these truly are our glory days kind of the days that we'll look back with our kids and our grandkids and tell them all the stories about. And did you write all of the songs on this album as well? Um, yes, we wrote all of the songs and there are a couple of songs we have some co-writes with. Like um, Mark, we've written a couple songs with Mark Carson and Jim Beavers and Leslie Thatcher, but for the most part, generally, People ask who we wrote the song with, and we just point to the other two ladies. <laughs> um, there was on uh, America's Got Talent, I remember, um, you know, a quote um, you were saying that, like, country music doesn't always look, um, you know, like you necessarily. Um, do you see that's changing, and uh, are you a part of that change, if so? Um, oh, well, this is Tree, and I think that, um, I honestly think that that is one of the, one of the quotes that maybe it was like, I guess it's misheard around the world, because if Danica did say that country music doesn't look like us, and I think when a lot of people hear it, they initially say, oh, it's because they're Black, but honestly, you have to look at it even wider than that. There aren't very many trios. I mean, think back to the Dixie Chicks, but like even just in the music industry in general, trios are usually a bad idea because like you say, most people think they're going to break up or there's going to be a whole lot of other problems because instead of wrangling, wrangling one artist, you have three to worry about. Right. And then on top of that, you have a plus size, you have a curvy girl, you have a really skinny girl, and it's like all different kinds of body types, completely different personalities. And it's just so many different aspects that we have that you just generally don't see in country music. 
And it kind of and it kind of reminds me of um, we one day we did a show in Meridian, Mississippi, and there was this little it was this little chunky white girl, and like after we were in, she was in the line, and you could tell she was excited waiting in line for the meet and greet. And when it was their turn, she just ran right up to Danica, like tears in her eyes, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, you look exactly like me." And honestly, like that was one of the moments that kind of like, and it's like it just kind of cements that it's not necessarily all about color; it's about people being able to love themselves regardless of who they are, where they come from, what they look like, because you know, there the world is made of all kinds of kinds. And one thing I noticed is that you you all three have a very distinct style. Um, you know, like a lot of times, you know, you see trios or groups all like dressed together like alike and things like that but you will have your own flair I, I feel like that's very unique as well yes most definitely all right so um our last question we we try to end with a little fun um who is your celebrity crush Ooh, um this is Devin and I want to say my celebrity crush would have um, Trace Atkins because why not, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is Trace and has to be Alan Jackson. It was something about the way that he did those Aww. music videos in the 90s. He just stole my little heart. Aww. This is Danica, and let me just tell you what. Zach Brown, if you're listening, I love you so much. <laughs> and... I'm just ready to, yeah, ultimately, I'm just ready to be Mrs. Danica Zach Brown. And I'm just, I've waited for so long. So I've got patience to be, you know. Be. All right. Well, we make that happen. Then we have to have you back. There we on go. The show. So, um, you know, uh, I, I can't, I hope we do get to chat again. This has been so much fun. And there, that's just the beginning of the layers of everything I'd love to talk about with you. Um, but I love your music. I love what you're doing. I'm going to look for that TV show one day. You know, I got Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so well, it was so you. good talking with y'all. Thank y'all so much for taking the time to talk to us. All right. Thank you for your time. And you just uh, keep singing and doing what you do and making the world better. Absolutely. We'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye-bye. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at iwritepleas at outlook.com or you can write to me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.